and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Hi, Dan. Hello. How are you? I'm well. I'm doing very well. I've had a coffee. Yeah. And a jammy dodger. Did you, How did you find our filming experience last week when we did this uh, in on location? I just love any excuse to go out. You know, it's a nice, nice, nice little trip out. I had fun. I had a nice time uh, seeing all of the... Uh, it's fun when we go to the... I love going to the pictures before they're open because mm. it feels very, like, oh, it's so very good. special. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you see, almost see how the sausage is made. You do, and it's quite wonderful, mm. especially when we get to play around in the 4DX room. Yeah. It's a little bit like, you know, when you bring a board game after, like, the last day of school, yeah. when they're like, here's an iPad, you can you can try anything. Because they, they literally did. Like, they, yeah. they just stood at the front with an iPad and were just like, we can make the seats do this, make the seats do that. Like, Tremendously what would you like? Because we were filming the, the new intro mm. that we were using for this, which uh, I think you had a great time with because you got to do some big sitcom-style spins to the camera. I always wanted to be uh, a judge on The X Factor in 2009, and so the opportunity to have one of my... Like, Daniel Layton! There it is, like a judge hero shot. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted. Who is your ideal... Uh, Danny Minogue? Yeah. Always. No, 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 as in, like, who else do you want on the panel? Oh, with me? Oh, yeah. I thought you meant who I want to be my judge. It was always Danny Minogue. Danny Minogue's my favourite. Um, I think I would like... Janet Jackson... From it has to be from X Factor past. Oh, fine. Okay. Well, yeah, Danny and Cheryl, and Gary Barlow. Gary Barlow is uh, uh, strikes me as a man who doesn't know much emotion. No. And Can so I give he, you? And so he will just go like, "That was the best performance I've ever seen in my life." I was about to give you my. It's a, you will see as the podcast continues. It is a show of impressions tonight. <laughs> my Gary Barlow impression is well, that song was amazing. <laughs> I can't quite believe how good you are at singing. I'm absolutely furious that you've been allowed on set today. It's the same tone. Yeah. I could do with a ham sandwich. That was quite tragic and bad, but also the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Gareth Barlow writes, obviously writes a lot of the sort of songs, he writes for Take That, but because yeah. he's mates with Matthew Vaughan, most Matthew Vaughan songs finish with a Take That song. Um, infamously, Star Stardust mm -hmm. finishes with Rule the World, and you know uh, Love Love at the end of X Men. All of this stuff, um, we quite enjoyed the idea that the first draft of all the songs that were presented to Matthew Vaughan were just Gary writing the, <laughs> the, the sh what happens yeah, in yeah. the film, but like in the so it was like. You light the skies up above me, Claire Danes. It was specifically <laughs> about the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. like, Ga Gary, no, you need to write the song. Come on. I, I enjoyed filming uh, at the, the Cineworld last nice week. Time. We had a nice time. Yeah. Um, we got to eat. I ate too much popcorn. You did. We were handed prop popcorn, popcorn, <laughs> if you will. And you, uh, by, the, by the time we start, I think the first take, it was half empty. I couldn't stop. Do you know what else you couldn't stop? The, the, the cheese sauce on the, the nachos. nacho cheese. It was incredible. You, I, I, I haven't think, stopped thinking about it. I think you, you've never had that before. I have haven't. Because you? you're not really a I'm nacho... Not a, I'm not a snack person. There it is. There it is. Whereas I sometimes go to the pictures and I've poorly judged my day. And I, the film's about to start and I realise I'm incredibly hungry. So I will have nachos, I will have jalapenos, and I will have nacho cheese. I, I will always have popcorn. Yeah. Because popcorn is just like, just throw it in, mm. snacking away on it. But I never get nachos. And I, I built I, up I my resistance. Now, this though. is it. I built up my resistance. You, it was like I, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you so feral. It was, really, it was a lot. 
Uh, we had some nice comments uh, on last oh. week's video. Uh, this one here is from Comments. I took advantage of this offer and I saw the Fast and Furious in 4DX the other day. It was literally phenomenal. It's like I'm saying, like we were saying in the show, it's like you see this film that you know really well in a completely new way. And the people leaving the screening at the cinema I was at were absolutely enamored and they were talking about the, the various you know sequels and the order that you should watch it in and hoping that there would be more yeah people had a great time uh this from geek who said i want to go see the fast and furious and batman begins in 4dx with my unlimited card bang you know no that's the way to do it. i actually got a bit of uh, applaudits here from claude who says the way luke handed over that unlimited card chef's kiss oh you really did just you know yeah, bossed it. Yeah. Uh, Adam Nixon loved the look of these shots. Jacob said, hoping a uh, great job as always, lads. Uh, Misha said, took my kids to see Sonic 2 there, and they were super modding all the way home, or super modding all the way home, I suppose. Uh, but anyway, we need to get into the main show itself. That we do. Um, talking about more of this 4DX offer, here is the show. First off, we talked about this on last week's show, filmed on location. Oh yeah, we did do that. We had, a day, oh, we had a day out, didn't we? We did, had a lovely day yeah. at the O2. Yeah. Filmed a lot of stuff in 4DX and stuff. Very and exciting. we were talking about 4DX because we've got a, a special offer on at the moment. Mm -hmm. For the next couple of weeks, 4DX movies and ScreenX movies mm -hmm. have no uplift on them, which means you don't have to pay any extra on top of your regular cinema ticket price. Regular ticket, go and see a movie in a special format, and it feels extra special because you don't have to pay any extra. Or, and if you're an unlimited member, oh. It's absolutely, no, it's nothing at all. Bang. Nothing at all. That's why. Nothing at all. There you go. You just get to go and enjoy an excellent 4DX movie. That you do. And we talked about this last week because we've got some really cool 4DX movies being shown. Yeah. The original Fast and Furious mm -hmm. and a Nolan series including Interstellar, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. Which was, you know, it's a, that's a dream lineup, I would say. Do a trilogy. Could it possibly get better? And that's what I would do. I'd spend my Saturday and I would just do all three back to in back. In a row? Yeah. The adrenaline. Oh, but that's, that's what you want. Then. I suppose. That's Afterwards, true. And then go out, have a Nando's. Lovely. Lovely. Well, use your taste card. Yeah, exactly. What a way to spend a day. Dreamy. But we've got a brand new movie added to this 4DX list. Never before seen in 4DX. I was about to say Steven Spielberg's Poltergeist, but that's part of the joke. Uh, Toby Hooper's <laughs> Poltergeist. <laughs> Tell me the joke. So Toby Hooper described, uh, so Steven Spielberg produced Poltergeist. Right, okay. Toby Hooper, the director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, was the director of the movie. Mm -hmm. And he once said in an interview that I now know what a producer does on set of a movie. Oh. He tells the actors what to do and then stands behind the camera and says action. That's good comedy. Because Steven Spielberg basically directed the movie and Toby Hooper did nothing on it. He was just there. For a good time. And if you watch, you're like, yeah, this feels like Steven Spielberg directed this movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. No? No. But I'm also, I, obviously because it's kind of one of those things that seeps into the old zeitgeist, there are bits and bobs where I'm like, oh, I know what this looks like. And I'm then picturing moments in 4DX, like your flashing light situation yeah, with the TV. The tree falling through all the window. All of that, yeah. It's like, horror movie Clown. in 4DX is a lot. I think that would be quite a, a fascinating little experience. Do you know what? I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Because like, I've, I've seen action movies mm. in 4DX, but I've never done a horror mm -hmm. movie. I've seen, I've seen uh, the, the children's classic, intense thriller, Peter Rabbit 2, 
in 4DX. <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've got that kind of experience, but the, the full and out and out horror, I haven't done it yet. But I feel like it's one of those things where either it could make the experience just the, the, the most horrifying thing in the world. And we know that I get, you know, a door closing too loudly is a bit much for me. Mm -hmm. Or it's just the right amount of like, you know, in the moment kind of having the fun thing where I can actually go and experience a horror movie like a normal person and have a nice time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, you well, know. That's what I really like about this series we've got going on here is because these are movies, it's a new way to experience movies. It is. Like, we, we've all seen Batman Begins, we've all, all seen The Dark Knight, we've yeah. all seen Poltergeist apart from you. Sorry. But this is a new way to mm. experience it. And then um, I actually went to the pictures last week to Brag. see, I know, can you believe that? I went to see, see how they run and indeed, there was running. Mm -hmm. um, Did you see how they ran? I saw how they run. I used these eyes and mm -hmm. I saw them running. And then I was like, ah, oh, I suppose that's how they run. I didn't guess who done it. I tried, but I didn't. <gasps> I know. But Dan, you're such a good sleuther. I, I like to think I am, but I, what I've realised is that I, I, I'm always so confident the whole way through, well, clearly it's this person. Clearly, and I was so sure who it was going to be. Is this why you're so bad at Blood on the Clock Tower? Yes, very <laughs> that. I really, I really do believe that I know what I'm doing. And then suddenly <laughs> at the end, I'm like, oh. I've misread this whole thing. It was Adam and then all I don't, along. There it is. And indeed, it, no spoilers for See How They Run, but it was Adam. Um, no, I, I, so I went to see the movie, and then as I was leaving, another film was letting out, and it was The Fast and Furious in, in 4DX, and people were yammering away really? about how much of a good time they were having. And they were like Amazing. really going hard on the whole. It was, it was a packed screening. Mm -hmm. So people seem to be having a very good time. That's awesome to hear. Mm -hmm. We're also showing Minions 2 in 4DX as well as the Screen X offer applies to Bullet Train and Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Will it That's ever That's my review of Top Gun Maverick <laughs> in Screen X. It goes all the way across. And there's even or, more. Can I do my, my, my review of Bullet Train in Screen X? Please do. You didn't think that through before. No, I, I mean, you I did. I started doing it, and then I realised I didn't know what train sounded like. And we work next to a train station. You, we have to stop recording so many times okay, because of a train going I'll do, I'll, do, I'll do that train sound. All right, okay. Take two. Choo-choo. <laughs> um, having been on a, a bullet train. I have you been on one? Yeah, I don't think it sounds like that. Uh, what's yeah. about it then? Uh, Brad Bradley was not on that. Did one, the film Bullet Train 2022 line up with your experience of having been on a bullet train? My bullet train experience was a lot calmer ah. uh, than the the Bradley Pitts Bad Bunny bullet train. Okay, well we can't have it all. I, I would highly recommend it though. Okay, it's fat. It's fat. It's I'll have a go. A great way to get from Tokyo to Kyoto. I can and when I go much. on it, uh, people have often said that I look a little bit like Brad Pitt. So. We're also showing Jaws in Real D 3D, which you can see uh, through this special offer for no extra cost. That big shark coming out of the sea in 3D <laughs> would be a lot. It's throwing the chum in the water. And then it's like, well, I don't like sharks, right? Mm. Jaws I can just about get through because obviously the whole point is they didn't really have the budget to show much of the shark. So I don't have to look at it that often. But when it comes out of that water, not, not, it's quite close. And the idea of it physically coming, no, I'm good. However, our big releases this week are Ticket to Paradise and Moon Age Daydream in IMAX only. You saw Ticket to Paradise a couple I of weeks ago, didn't did. you? I did, I did. I had a, I had, it was very special. And I had a little chat with the star, Caitlin Dever, and the director, Ol Parker. And prior, I saw the movie. And I'm a, you know me as a rom-com fan. I and Julia Roberts and George Clooney, 
the way Al Parker describes it is that this is the sequel to a movie that should have happened years ago. Because we oh. never had that Julia Roberts, George Clooney rom-com, even though they were both kind of like peak of that genre back in the 90s. Mm -hmm. In fact, George Clooney never really did that kind of rom-coms. He did one or two like adjacent, but... Oh, I don't know, Batman and Robin. Well, but lots of nipples. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that, that for me is the sign of a rom-com. A rom -com if there's nipples there. Um, yeah, it's like a sequel to a movie that never existed. And, and they just, I mean, they did Oceans together. So they, they have worked together. They are good friends. Their chemistry is unbelievable. And it has, at the end of it, a, um, a classic of film that doesn't really happen much anymore. The blooper reel over the credits. <gasps> no way! There's a blooper reel over the credits. Oh, and the Mark Kerr mode fave. Which I is love like, them. The, like, everyone had a lovely time making this. And that is literally what you get as a result of it. it was, it's just... Everyone is on set having a very nice time together. And I do think that comes across, you know, on screen as well. As uh, Caitlin Dever and Billy Lord, who work together in Booksmart, are bringing that same kind of chemistry and energy. So there's just a lot of fun to be had. It's a colourful movie. It's a vibrant movie. It's just so nice to see Julia and George. It really is. I am really, really excited about Moon Age Daydream. Yes, you are. We watched the trailer just before we hit the, the big red button on the camera that we says did. record. I'm a, I'm a big... Big, big Bowie fan. Yeah. And I get to see him on a big, big screen. Big, big screen. Very big and colourful. Oh. All the colours in the world on yeah. IMAX. Well, that's it, because like, the way they were describing it, the way the trailer describes it as well, this isn't just a documentary. Mm. This is like a cinematic experience. Yeah. And like the the opening kind of sections of the trailer are done to Space Oddity. And it really feels like it's, oh, man, I might as watch a movie version of Space Oddity. However, it is, it's David in the space of Major Tom. And, mm. and I... I, I are really, really captivated by this trailer. Mm. And I, David it was, it was just such a, a captivating man. He was a wonderful, wonderful on-screen presence. And I, I'm so super excited to mm. see this brilliant documentary. Because I didn't grow up as a Bowie fan, so I'm not as au fait with like, his, you know, well, his genre. It was the wrong word to pick, but kind of not because it's David Bowie. Yeah. Um, he is a genre unto himself. That's the kind of thing. So there's almost something as well that's kind of like, as a non-fan, to really understand him. It looks to me like it's a real exploration of not just his experience and who he is. It's kind of like, a, a, almost like an introductory Bowie 101 kind of, oh, you know. Yeah. It's good. If you can do a, a documentary or a biopic or something like that and fully represent the artist, not just the life, I think that's kind of interesting. So I'm excited. And IMAX is, is if we're talking about big movies and space and IMAX and all that stuff, yeah, Bowie lends himself. Uh, I, the only thing I'm slightly concerned about going to see this mm. movie, and I, you know, and I will be going to see it, so I'm not that concerned, yeah. is singing out loud. And just, yeah. I, I, I hope I'm in an audience that also wants to be singing along with these songs because I, have, I am known that if I'm in the car, no matter who I'm with or if I'm on my own, I will belt out a Bowie number. You were singing and, along in the trailer. I don't know if you were aware. And try and do my best Bowie impression that I possibly can do. Well, the floor is yours. I've done a train and a plane. <laughs> on this show, so. Uh, I mean, it's now, now it's not the, the place or time. Oh, you don't want to show me up? Well, yeah, I mean, I can't. You was, or you were so intimidated by my excellent impression. That's you don't want, you I can't, can't yeah. no, I understand. I can't follow your bullet train. Nobody can. <laughs> Also out is See How They Run, Tad, The Lost Explorer, and The Curse of the Mummy. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Bullet Train, Minions, The Rise of Gru, and, would you believe, Top Gun Maverick. You did say you saw See How They Run. What was your, your thoughts on it? Yeah, I had a good time. I thought, I love, I mean, I love a murder mystery, even if I get it wrong. I was a big fan of Knives Out. It's in the same vein. It's kind of, it doesn't take itself too seriously. 
It's very silly at the beginning. It's kind of Wes Anderson-y in terms of the very sort of symmetrical, the way the camera moves, the way everything is, is designed. Um, Adrian Brody is, is a magnificent little opening monologue from him. Uh, Saoirse Ronan uh, is delightful doing her own accent the whole way through, mm -hmm. uh, which is quite rare for Saoirse. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I had a great time. I thought it was really fun. If you're looking for a nice, fun escape, and I was on this particular day, I, I was having a bit of a day, and I was like, oh, I should go to the movies see how they run, been wanting to sleep for a while, had a really nice time. It's one of those movies, it's a really nice time, go home, and you can play along with the guessing who did it. You can get it right, or you can do what I did and completely get it wrong. Is it your pick of the week? I would say so, I would say so. Is that our ticket to paradise? Just because I, I like, I mean, I, it, it, it's, a, it's that funny time of year where we haven't got any big, massive blockbusters other than the ones like Top Gun Maverick that have been there the whole time. We're waiting for, uh, festival season to begin and all of the we're going to get a lot of horror movies soon because exactly. it's nearly Halloween Avatar later on this all year. of that exactly we get, when we come towards the Christmas season we're in this where some nice movies come out this is my time to shine so it's a, it's a one I, I, no, I'm going to go with Ticket to Paradise purely because See How They Run was my choice last week uh, I'm going to be going with Moon Age Daydream of course because a uh, Bowie fan and I'm really excited to see it and actually the fact that it's on IMAX is the thing that makes me even more excited yeah on Thursday, September 20th, we have an unlimited screening of The Woman King at half past seven. Then 15 minutes later, there's an IMAX version of it. On September 26th, an unlimited screening of Smile. I'm very, very excited. I can't. About. I can't. I'm going to have to try, aren't I? <laughs> I'm going to just keep smiling at you. Just a well, big. no, that's right, because I like it when you smile, but I don't want to be scared of it. And then on September 27th, we have an unlimited screening of The Lost King. Which has a... Fabulous tagline. Oh, yeah? Her story will make history. Do you see? But that's all we've got time for on this edition of What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. From Ted MacArthur here said, so are you both sharing that drink and popcorn? Is this work or a date? <laughs> do you, um, are you, you're, are you a soft drinky person? I am. Uh, I do enjoy Pepsi Max cherry. This is, this is, this is why we will never share because I don't do Max. No, you uh, just regular Peps. Full on all sugar grown up Pepsi. Reg Peps. That, reg, reg Peps. <laughs> I, that's what, in fact, that's what I say when I go. I say, please may I have a Reg Peps. They look at me weird and I say, of regular Pepsi, <laughs> and then I hold my head in shame. Yeah, and uh, and but I don't have any shame when I drink the entire quart of Pepsi. No, um, uh, Pepsi Max Cherry is mm. uh, it's mine and my wife's choice whenever we go to the pictures. Uh, you and, were, and, a, and a salted popcorn. You were also ah, uh, we did speak about this because I'm mixed because I like a little bit of sweet in there with the salt. So we got mixed when we got the props. And I thought that would be fun because you and I can, can share and yeah. stuff. Um, but then I kept getting sweet ones and I was like, you were quite upset. It's not what I want. Where's, where's I, my um, ones? I need my salt hit. I actually asked Caitlin Dever, star of Ticket to Paradise, what her choice of... I, I, she, we, were talking, we were talking about what her favourite thing about going to the movies is. And she says, I love getting popcorn. And I said, are you a sweet or salt person? And she was like, what? I was like... Do you not? No, she she was baffled by the idea that you could get anything other than butter. Like, because in America, oh. it's just it's just they drizzle butter all over their popcorn, and yeah. it's not it doesn't taste very nice. So she was completely baffled by the argument that you could be sweet or salty. I mean, maybe they should just start drenching in that nacho cheese. I I mean, you would have a nice time. <laughs> I'd actually have a great time. <laughs> you really would. You really would. One time we did some pictures for. Uh, 
the VIP section of Cineworld. So some Cineworlds have a VIP area where you can have um, unlimited snacks. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a little a little buffet and a bar to partake in before you go and see your film. Yep. And um, we took some pictures to like, this was at Christmas time, so they were like Home Alone pictures. So it was it was like the, the still from the film and then me in the VIP area doing the same thing. And we made a mac and cheese with a little bit of pasta and nacho cheese sauce. Oh. And I, it was a prop, Luke. I ate the whole plate. <laughs> and I do not regret a single thing. And this is probably why we can't They do don't let us go there. We can't often. do more of these. Yeah. Like, I'd love <laughs> to shoot more on location, but I fear that I'll just be given more popcorn. We'll be... We, oh, you, right, you had to stop me. I did. I had to be like, we need this for in a minute. Or we'll eat so much... You kept messing up your TikTok shot that you were trying to do. Excuse me. It took you like 15 takes. So all I had to do was just stand there and just eat popcorn. I am a perfectionist. No, I think you just kept getting it wrong. How dare you? <laughs> or you'll eat so much nacho cheese that you'll turn into a Simpson. Mm, yeah. So kind of like... It, the, you'll be yellow. A Willy Wonka chocolate factory... Very that. ...style punishment. Yeah. I'm now just picturing how that might work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, I feel like I'd, I'd, I'd be like Augustus Gloop and fall into the... Into the nacho cheese. Oh, wow. That's true. I'm now <gasps> thinking... A Cine World uh, version of... Willy Wonka this Chocolate is, Factory. I was going there, yeah. and then I was also thinking to myself, if you want to view a ticket to paradise, book it on cineworld.com. <laughs> and you can head over to cineworld.com <laughs> to pick up your tickets to all the movies we discussed today. Yeah, we can, yeah. Uh, but that is all we've got time for on this edition of the show. Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you in seven days' time. Take care, everyone. I've been Luke Owens. I forget how this ends, because I do a different podcast. I've been Luke I've Owen. I've been Luke Owen. And I've been Dan Layton. And that's what's on. There you go. We, we'll get there.